0: others will notice. So listen up and take notes because I'll show you exactly how to do it. Hi there, this is Tiff from Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to another episode. So being the athlete that you are and when we do perform, we have to perform at a level of control in which we can really perform at our best. But the problem is, is when we lose it, and I mean lose control, uh, like we're out of control, then our performance level on the field or where our, our, our field as such is, on the golf course or on the tennis court or on the soccer field or on the cricket pitch, wherever, swimming, our, our performance level becomes poor. And, you know, it's all well and good for me to say here and now, because you're just listening to me here and now, you've got to control your emotions and you've got to control your temper. But when you're in the heat of the moment and you're getting out there and you're giving it all you've got and it's still not working the way you want to, the frustration that you feel, the temptation is just to lose it, isn't it? And I I get that. I've done that many times in in the past when I was competing. I remember, um, especially when I was a tennis player uh, overseas competing and so on, just all I wanted to do is just throw my racket into the fence, throw it into the net, kick it, uh, do what I could out of pure frustration. But then Doing all of that doesn't solve the problem, though, does it? And I remember a time where I got so angry, I just really was hitting my my golf bag, you know, constantly with my golf club because I was just so frustrated. I just didn't... Things weren't working the way I wanted them to. I wasn't in control of of my my emotions and I lost it, right? So I've got... I get how you feel. I've got so fired up out of frustration that, you know, at times even I've wanted to, especially when I was playing tennis, I wanted to jump over the the net and punch out my opponent. And in other sports I was the same, you know, when I played soccer and hockey when I was in high school. um, I'd get incredibly worked up and especially if I'd get tackled by my opponents and knock me out of the way. I was like, right, watch out, I'm coming for you. So I, I, I get how you're feeling and it, and it's tough. It's really tough when you're all fired up. But the thing is, is it's where we channel our frustration and our anger. This is the key. So when I talk about this in what you can see today, we've got this anti-bloodline code of no self-control. This is exactly what I mean. We've really got to learn how to control ourselves. And here is some, the main points of the, no self-control in this anti-bloodline code. It's can't control your emotions. You explode at any moment. Your opposition knows you'll crumble and it's just a matter of time. You're constantly ruffled and flustered. You're hot-headed and you lose it repeatedly. You even slump and drag yourself around. Like you can really, it's written all over you. So if we can't control our emotions and we explode at any moment, the oppositions know, our opposition knows when we're going to crumble at any moment. We're constantly ruffled and flustered. Constantly, we lose it repeatedly. We've got bad posture. You know, we're slumped and we drag ourselves around. Is is that the actions of a champion? It's not, is it? It's not. And I'm not saying that you can't get fired up. Of course you can get fired up, but the key is how you can control it. So if you look at a professional golfer, what do you see? They're actually very much in control and they're poised, aren't they? They have this um, way in which they hold themselves. Their posture is really good. And this kind of sport like golf, you have to stay in control. Otherwise, if you don't keep in control, the pure frustration is you could lose it and all your shots going to the trees. That adds shots. It adds more shots. So players like Rory McIlroy, Jason Day, Adam Scott, even Tiger, you see them, they've all got that control. What about tennis players? If you look at tennis players like Roger Federer, he's the master of control, isn't he? You wouldn't know how he's feeling. Novak Djokovic, you can see the passion that he has, but he stays in control. Rafael Nadal, you see the flair and the passion that he has, but he stays in control. What about top class swimmers they have to they have to put all their energy into their races they can't afford to waste extra energy or being utilized from their frustrations because it could cost them the race they have to channel it in the right way and the key here is where you channel it right it's where you channel that frustration So you're probably saying, all right, Tiff, great. Thanks for sharing this with me. Yep, I do lose it at times. Yep, I struggle to control my emotions at times. I feel like I had exploded at any moment. But how do I fix this? And we fix this by creating that resolute certainty and I've spoken about that in a previous bloodline code about called Resolute, resolute Certainty. So I've laid out the foundation foundations for you in that bloodline code. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to add that to the end of this episode today so that it will remind you how you can develop it and the action steps that you need to apply to it. So I hope you enjoyed what I've shared with you thus far, but don't go anywhere. Keep listening because we're going to now get into action and turn a negative into a positive, okay? We're not going to lose it anymore. We're going to learn to control our emotions and really channel it in the right direction. So we've got that resolute resolute certainty so that we know exactly where we're going. So keep listening and dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. You're making these part of your DNA, okay? So... Every single bloodline code that I've shared with you, I want you to instill it deep into your DNA, into your blood, into your cells, into your inner being, okay? So in this bloodline code today, we want to make sure that we really need to have that resolute certainty. So what is resolute certainty? What does that really mean to you? Well, what it means that you have a composed and self-assured manner. You're incredibly self-confident. You're cool-headed, calm, and at ease with yourself and your surroundings. You are graceful, poised, and in control. Your opposition is on tender hooks in your presence. You are unruffled and unflustered as you go about your craft. You have your vision and work unapologetically to... Sorry, you have your vision and you work unapologetically towards attaining your goals. You have well-crafted and well-designed plans and execute with precision. You're unstoppable. That is really what resolute certainty is. So what are the main points here in in resolute certainty? Well, here are some main points. I've got seven here for you. So one is composed and and self-assured. Two is supreme self-confidence. Three is graceful, calm, and in control. Four is unruffled and unflustered. Five, you are highly focused on your vision. Six, you craft plans and you execute your plans. And seven, you're unstoppable. You're a steamroller. That is exactly what you are. But the question then becomes, how do we develop resolute certainty if we're really not sure? We're not sure of where we're headed, right? We're really not sure of what we're doing. Sort of we sort of know what we want. But you really don't know how you're going to get to that point of resolute certainty. You know, when you see you see athletes and you can just see it in their eyes, you can see the focus, you can see the fire, right? They're, they have that resolute certainty, don't they? They really do. And I, I remember that, I'm just going to share a quick story with you, but I remember when I wanted to create what I'm creating for you now on these episodes of this podcast show and how I'm building this business that I want to build and, and help you become the athlete that you want to become and the person that you want to become. And I've wanted to do this for many years, I, but it was like, how do I create this vision of what I want to do, what I'm starting to put together now, how do do I do that when this is something that I've wanted to do for quite some time? And these were the problems that I was encountering. I really wasn't clear. I wasn't clear on what it was that I really wanted to do or how I was going to do it. And I didn't spend time working on it. And that's what made it so unclear because I never spent the time working on it. It was just sitting in my head. It was just an idea and a dream. And I listened to other people because I what the thing, <laughs> the thing that we we can get distracted by as well is is listening to other people. And I remember a few years ago, I went to uh one a um a female entrepreneur trip to work on my business. But I wanted to start this. This was the vision that I saw that where I wanted to head. But I wasn't clear and uh, when I went to this particular event, they said, no, 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 you got to do what you're doing now because you're really good at what you're doing. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that. And they're like, well, no, this is what you're going to do. So I was like, okay. And it was great and it helped and it was really good. But here I am a few years later, like it's, I think it was about three years ago that that happened here. I'm three years later and now I'm working on what I want to work on. Right. I listened to too many people and, and, uh, you know, a lot of people say, oh, Tiff, you're such a good teacher. You're so good at teaching golf and you're so good at teaching tennis and you're so good at teaching sports skills. And, yep, I love it. I absolutely do. But I know I can do more and give more. And they're saying, oh, no, you should keep doing what you're really good at. Well, yeah. Yeah, I am good at those skills. But I want, it. I want more. I want to do more. I want to have more impact. I want to help you to become the athlete that you want to become. I want to show you the way. I want to show you how to believe in you. I want to show you all the strategies that you need in place and and de- develop those, like what we're doing now, those bloodline codes deep into your soul. And, you know, I just kept doing what other people said, oh, well, I'll just keep doing that. And I was like, how am I going to get out of this? And I kept, but I kept having this gnawing feeling like this is, this is what I want to do, which is what I'm doing now. And like I said, I've wanted to create this, a business to help and inspire and motivate athletes to become obsessed at what they do and show them how to become the champions that they want to become. And the reason that I want to do that, and the reason that I'm building towards that is because I wish I had someone who could help me do the same. I wish I had someone that could help me develop the belief in me that I could do what I wanted to do. And last year, this is where it all started to turn around as I spoke to who then became my mentor. A beautiful lady, Susie, she, she's she been helping me for quite some time over the last 12 months and we, we talk a lot. And this is how I came about writing my first book, which I've called Focus, How to Re- Reach Potential in Sport, Business and Life. And it's been a very lengthy process putting this book together but we're nearly there I uh, started the podcast show just with an idea and you know I'm still formulating and involving as we go but I've been working on it for the last 12 months and now I know what I want to do I'm very very clear but it's been a process it's been a big process to get there and that's how we develop that certainty because people think that you just wake up one morning and then you have this resolute certainty and that's not true it's a, it's a development right it's an evolution but you've got to put the time and you've got to do the work on it so how do we do that how do we develop resolute certainty well for one it's actually we're going to be looking at all the bloodline codes and doing all the work from them, okay? So really step one is to work through all the bloodline codes. They're all here on the podcast show. There's a few more to come, but they're here. So you've got to work through all of those. Number two, work through the halftime series. So that's the second step, isn't it? So about two weeks ago, I shared with you some episodes, parts one to four, I called the halftime series in planning. How to plan, right? How to evaluate what's happened in the last six months, how to plan for the next six months, right? We're creating that vision of where we want to go. We're putting plans in place. You've got to do that. Again, because you've got to be clear. I uh, shared with you how I went skiing if, um, about two weeks ago. Now, when I wasn't skiing in the mornings, I'd get up really early and I'd spend two hours every morning working on crafting my goals for the next six months. Crafting what I wanted to do in the next three and then breaking it down what I had to do week by week. I was doing that t- two hours every morning before I went and spent the rest of the day skiing and that was on my break, on my holiday because I wanted to come back and I wanted to be certain. Okay, I wanted to have that resolute certainty of I knew exactly what I was going to do when I came back. Number three, creating habits or routines that will keep you constant and consistent. So you're designed to move you forward towards helping your goals, these habits and routines. So what are some habits or that you could actually develop into your daily routine? Well, I talk about this one a lot, meditation. Incredibly important that you meditate, right? Because it keeps you highly focused. Number two, visualization. Well, we we know where we want to go we have an idea where we want to go, let's start visualizing about it. Where's a moment that, that you want to feel and actually happen in your life? Start visualizing that. Three, we've got to craft your ultimate vision. So what you want to do is write out exactly what your ultimate vision is in detail. Then record and listen to it. I've done that. I listen to it every morning. I listen to it either at the gym or when I'm driving at the car in the car or when I'm um, Doing a particular um, blueprint routine of a morning, I listen to it because I want to make it part of who I want to become. Number uh, four, this is part of the uh, habits, is your training habits. What training habits will benefit you? What are the things that you need to be doing from a training point of view that's going to benefit you? Number five in those habits is eating. What kind of eating habits? What kind of food are you going to eat that's going to fuel your body? If you haven't been onto my website, I've just changed my website. If you have a look down the bottom, it's I've got some products there about fueling your body, right? So you can go and have a look at that as well to give you an idea of what you need to be doing to fueling your body to give your body the right food. Number four, evaluating on a weekly basis, not only weekly basis, daily. Monthly, quarterly—we've got to be doing all of that. Number five, tracking. So we need to track our habits. Are the habits that we're doing working for us? Tracking our sleep. Are we sleeping enough? We need that rest. Okay, it's called self-care. We've got to have that recovery. Emotions. We need to be tracking our emotions so we know what what's going on. If there's any patterns going on, and can we can we you know improve those um, emotions that are actually coming about us? Um, you know, so sometimes we get this emotional roller coaster, how can we can control our emotions better? But we need to track them so we're aware of what's going on. Our energy levels, we need to be tracking our energy levels. The high, low could be reflecting the, what, the food that you're eating. And then tracking your skills, tracking your sport, right? All the things there, things that are working, things that are not. And number six, anticipating obstacles, right? So it's planning on what to do if there are obstacles that come up. So what happens, for example, if you got an injury? What kind of support network do you need? What kind of rehabilitation plan would you need? What type of habits do you need to have in place to help you overcome that injury or to keep you focused so you don't get sidetracked? What type of food plan would you need to have? What kind of mental conditioning plan would you need to have? Right, This is how we craft and develop the Resolute Certainty there's quite a bit here, but that's how what we need to do. So I'll just quickly go over it again. So one, we've got to work through all the bloodline codes. Two, we've got to work through the half time series. We've got to go through that. Three, we're creating habits and routines that are going to keep us constant and consistent. Four, we're evaluating on a daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly basis. Five, we're tracking our habits, sleep, emotions, energy levels, and our sport. And six, we're anticipating obstacles. This is how we do it. This is how we craft and develop resolute certainty. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you haven't yet visited my site, I've put in my the homepage new site together. I have the number one deadly mistake that athletes make. If you have not yet read that, you need to make sure that you read that because... You don't want to make that same deadly mistake that all athletes make that don't become the champions that they want to become. So make sure that you download that. I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I would really appreciate too if you could share these episodes with your friends. And I want you to, oh yeah, if you've just got 30 seconds to spare, I'd really appreciate if you could leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, have an awesome day, take care, talk soon, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet downloaded the number one deadly mistake athletes make, make sure you go to tiffany-mika.com and download the number one deadly mistake athletes make because I don't want you to make that mistake. If you can also share with me what you like best about what you heard, where you hear this episode in the comments section. If you can also share with your friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes and please leave a five-star review where you hear these episodes because I would really appreciate it. Dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day.